Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. And it's another week. Skydiving, cricket and uh, running on the summer weekend wrap. This is, of course, a renowned and sometimes controversial and what we're going to talk about this week, I've got no doubt it will be. Boxing, football. Welcome to another week on Radio New at Sport. But of course, Monday night's the night when we talk to all the guys that was out there over the weekend playing cricket. And an added bonus tonight, we catch up with Paul Dobb, who's jumped out of the aeroplane and landed without the aid of an ambulance. So that was all good. The headlines, the cricket headlines. Collingham win without Mohammed. David Pipe takes four for 46. And Rob Matchett hits 76 as the Dale Fielders take maximum points at Knott's Casuals. Bolton recovered from 11 for 4 to score 184 for 9 at Beaver. Steve Ryder top scoring with 41, but it was never ever going to be enough, and the home side passed that total with 10 overs to spare. Newark RM could only field 4 of last weekend's first 11. They all went on a stag party, including the captain. You wait till he gets on the phone. But it was still good enough to beat Wineswold. Will they keep the same team next week? <laughs> Will the captain get back in the side? We need to ask. As New York RM stay top, yes, top of Division D. Farndon dropped to third after defeat at Bottisford. Dave Adwick top scoring with 53. But the Marshall Lane side fell 25 runs short and slipped to third. And elsewhere, 14 year old not star Rhiannon Nolan Davis returns figures of 10.4 overs, four maidens, four for 33 for Farndon seconds. And sports show favourite Eden Tranter takes four for 36 in a big win for Bolderton Seconds. More on these stories to come. And the breaking news actually now is that Pakistan have beaten England by 14 runs, chasing 330, 348 even. England fell short at 334 for 9 despite centuries for Butler and for Root. So, uh, not a great performance from the um, almighty England who apparently was going to win everything, but uh, maybe they're not going to win everything after all. Right, the theory was we was going to catch up with Paul Dobb, but he can't seem to get him. He's probably still flying around somewhere. Is that... Uh, <laughs> It was that it was that um, keen from the weekend, but uh, let's um, just make sure that we're in, we're ringing the right number because you know what I'm like with phone numbers. Can you just pass that to Adrian, please? Our he's our man of he's our man of the night on 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 the phones, um, Mr. Smith. You missed out on cricket as well at the weekend. Does he always come in here in the nude? The world's not ready for that. Adrian, just um. Go to plan B. Go to plan B and try that number for me. Basically, I was unable to make cricket on uh, Saturday. Now, this is about the weakest excuse of the lot coming out now. Because football, once again, 
impinged upon my right. What time did the football start? It started at seven o'clock. And why do you got to be there at seven o'clock? Because, as communications officer, I felt it was my duty. So you hadn't got to be there. Yeah. Why? Uh, I, I repeat, my earlier line, my lord. I, I felt it was my duty as uh, a member of the backroom staff to be there. Absolute rubbish. You could have gone and do your umpiring duties. No, not at all. Yes, you could. No excuses there. I cannot believe an, an umpire wouldn't make wouldn't make the effort. We were away at Bramcourt. Yeah. And... You don't uh, like Bramcourt. I, I basically, I, I've never umpired Bramcourt, so yeah. I've no idea. But I have heard they're all bent and evil. However, that didn't persuade me whatsoever. You don't like Bramcourt, so you didn't get I it. had to put you, my priorities in place. The thing about Newell Car and M is commitment. You wouldn't get the captain of Newell Car and M going on a stag weekend Lord, instead no. of playing cricket, would you, Harry Atkinson? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Quite right, Harry. Now, come on, Mr Atkinson, you've got some explaining to do here because the captain has responsibilities and to go off onto a stag weekend, come on. It was a, a cricket-influenced stag weekend. It was uh, James Faulkner, the vice-captain, so I also took half the team with me, which was even worse than me, really, but uh, we got away with it, got bailed out by the rest of the squad. It's shocking. What I, I mean, the, the the question that really springs to mind now is is, is after a fantastic victory over Wineswold, when there was only four of the previous week's team playing, are you going to get your game next weekend? <laughs> I actually don't think I am, because I've uh, picked up an injury as well, so... You've picked up an injury on a stag weekend? I didn't get that on the stag weekend, no, it was on the previous weekend, so <laughs> I wouldn't have been playing this weekend anyway, so... Okay, look, I mean, joking apart, um, yes, these things happen, um, you know, people have, have a life away from sport, that is fair comment, although whoever's going to get married in the middle of the cricket season is... Really, that needs sorting out, Mr Captain. Especially um, when he's captain of the vice. Um, so, uh, the fact that Neil Caronem got three teams out at the weekend has got to be give you more satisfaction than probably winning that game. Yeah, um, in the week, I, I anticipated a very difficult week. Um, um, I really didn't see last weekend when I went around the changing room, um, not only the stag do, we also had Matt and James Evans away who play normally every week and I was thinking of all week please but no they were all unavailable also because so. you had two two of them was away to football presentation in yeah. Nottingham that's uh, Tony, <laughs> Tony uh, would come down that I'm sure yeah, yeah. unbelievable <laughs> priorities you see good yeah. lads unbelievable. you're all as bad anyway the fact is um, you want, I went down to watch a little bit and to be honest it looked to me like Wimeswald had got a little bit of momentum and was building a decent total I think if you get anything over 200 at, at Kellam Road that's a hard chase. Yeah, we we heard from when we was on the stag do we uh, we heard the half time score was two ten and I think we all was uh, we all said um, that's going to be very difficult. It, we didn't want to write it off, but I, I knew two ten was a very difficult one, um, especially with a lot of players out. And we needed to get off to a decent start, but I also knew that what we was short of more than anything was bowling. But we but without we added a lot of players to the team who were predominantly batsmen. Um, Pete Mitchfield played who played all the last year and we brought Charlie Orton back in and Matt Finnis played his first game for two years and he put in a fine performance to say I was going to say you know, if it's the first time you picked a bat up for two years and he yeah. goes out there and knocks 61 that ain't bad going yeah I think he scored it at a decent rate as well um, yeah he hadn't played for us for two years and for one thing or another but 
thankfully he was available this week and he's um, made himself undroppable for next week. I was going to say, the question is now, if he hasn't played for two years, how on earth do you persuade him to play every week? I think he's keen to play, actually. Um, I, I think um, he, wa- he wants the spot in the first team and uh, if there's a place, if there's a way to go and say, I want to be in the first team, that's how you do it, I think. So, <laughs> I think it is. I think we'll um, hopefully have him in there again this week. Um, the difficulty now is, with everyone back available, who stays and who goes, um, that's the hard work this week. But getting the points last week was... I, I was actually told, welcome to welcome to the New Legends match. <laughs> yeah, there was a few... By, uh, by Tarly, was that? <laughs> <laughs> there, there was one or two of them that um, was enjoying the, probably a final run out, shall yeah, we say. We pulled, called a few favours in on people who had played down the years who occasionally helped us out when we're short and... Thankfully, they all pulled together last week. But like I say, more impressive was that we got two other sides out as well. That's the main thing. That you know, I mean, I was confident, from what I've been told, expecting to see that third team minus 20 points. Yeah, I mean, the first team getting the first team out was always going to happen. Um, getting a competitive first team out, we did. But to also get another 22 players for the second and third team it was massive for the club, really, with that amount of players out and... It wasn't a case of everyone being available who plays twos and threes as normal, so it was just pulling people in and everyone sticking to their word and coming and helping us out this weekend. Although the seconds and the thirds didn't get a win, they still put in decent performances. Nice. Um, we've got to start thinking. We're into June. You're sitting at the top of the table. OK, you've played one more game than, than the ones below you, but are we setting the stall out for a promotion push, Mr Atkinson? Um not, I wouldn't say that yet. Um, we are looking. We're looking good. I mean, if we're still there in five games' time, I'll say, why? Why not? We've played nearly every team in the league now, and we've we've uh, performed pretty well so far. We've only lost the one game, and that was Hickling, who we played last year and beat once and lost lost away as we did this year. So, from what we've seen on who we've played against so far, um, and we can keep the getting a decent side out most weeks so there's no reason why we can't push it um, I don't want to commit to anything yet <laughs> you know you know, very, you know very well I'm writing it down no, <laughs> we're doing a lot better than I anticipated this season because I was aware of this stag weekend um, I'm aware of another stag weekend later on in the year but we've managed to move the first team fixture for that week so um, um, is there a wedding to come in between all this as well then yeah the, the wedding isn't going to interrupt things too much he'll just be Jim and Ben will all go to the night do, we'll all play cricket on Monday, so... So, I, I say this right, he drags you all the way on the stag weekend and then, and then doesn't invite any of you to the wedding? <laughs> that is shocking! Three drinks and, uh, that was it, he went and wanted to give it, get the free drinks in and then not put on a wedding for us. So. Shocking! <laughs> Can I just say, as a Yorkshire lad, respect. <laughs> dear, dear. Alright, where are you this weekend? Uh, Farndon this weekend. Oh, it's the big one. Weather looks a bit iffy later on in the week, but hopefully we get a game in. Um, and it, I think if that will be the one, I think if we can get a win there, I might start edging towards yet yeah, we can get promoted because I think from last year I'd say, although Bingham seems to have picked up since we played them, I think us and Farnham could potentially be the strongest teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Interest, so interesting, interesting. In- interesting weekend to come, me thinks. Yeah, um, that could be. Um, a momentum one for us. If we can win that one, we may well start thinking, why the hell not, and go for it. But we'll we'll assess it later on in the year. 
<laughs> oh, very diplomatic. Harry, thank you very much. Cheers, Mick. Catch you again soon. Cheers, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I think, Tony, the, the, the main thing in all this is that, I mean, forget your allegiance a minute. Mm. If a club can lose 50% of its, and then still get three teams out, that ain't bad going. If it, if it was any other club, I would say the same thing, and that is to lose that many players, and not just everybody in the stag do, but other people with other commitments and one thing and another and still get three sides out that says a hell of a lot in the modern day for any sporting organization but a tremendous effort and a tremendous you know a pat on the back to a sporting club as you say not just because of my cricket allegiance to newark rnm but any sporting club that can get 33 people out committed Given that amount of absentees, that is an incredible feat, irrespective of the results. But to get a victory as well for the first team, which all said and done is where it really matters, that's remarkable. It, 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 it is, and, and, and all correct. And we, we, we are desperately trying to get older, poor dogs. So I would have liked to sort of ask him what it was like to jump out of a plane. From did he actually jump? He did. He did. Oh, it, oh, yeah. he, he did it. Everything. He had a massive, great beam on his face when when he landed back on. Um, terra firma so to speak um i'm just gonna say because the fact he's not on the end of a phone suggests he's hanging on to a door or a plane somewhere <laughs> so, but no he had a great big beam on his face he did it he's raised lots of money for the um phone's going mate for the children's bereavement this could well be pop if i can give you that uh, if you would like to do the honors please tony ready near it hey paul we're on it is Take it away, mate. And we're going live now straight to Paul. Paul, we've got you at last. Sorry, yep. Oh, you're all, you're all right. You see, we're a well-oiled machine here, you know. It's, you wouldn't <laughs> think so, but we are. <laughs> well-oiled, um, baby. Paul, um, <laughs> last time we spoke, you was sounding distinctly nervous, thinking that, why have I agreed to do this? And um, roll on Sunday, really. Um, just talk as... I'm going to leave it to you, actually, because nobody can explain it better than you. Just talk us through your day. I was, like you say, I was papping it, seriously. Didn't look forward to doing it. But I had a, a conversation with my neighbours, actually, the night before, and said, look, I've got, I've got to change my mindset. I've got to actually go out there and enjoy it rather than fear it. So that's the kind of attitude I took with me when I went to Langer. Um, good day, kind of. A bit sunny, a bit cloudy, so I was a bit anxious about whether it was going to go up. Um, there's a couple of trips up there before me. I was third uh, plane going up, and the weather actually cancelled things a little bit for us. So there was a two-hour delay waiting, so the nerves were kicking in a little bit. But we went up, um, and it was fantastic. If I'm honest, it was it was a really good experience. I'm, I'm so glad I did it. One of the things that you fear, but actually when you face it, you actually end up do enjoying it. Actually, as daft as it sounds, I would. I would do it again. It's that kind of adrenaline kick that it gave me. Now that was the question: Would would you go up there and 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 do it? Because you 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 it was what eleven and a half thousand feet. Yeah, that's how far we got up in the end. Yeah, that sounds it a long was, way. It was it was cloudy, so they they took us so far and said, "Look, it, this is a bit, if anything, a bit dangerous because you're going to have to drop through a cloud." And I was thinking, "Oh, that's brilliant! A nice soft cloud. That'd be lovely." <laughs> but it, it it was pretty painful actually when you when you're falling through a cloud at 125 mile an hour. It's like loads of needles going into your face but that was that lasted about 10 seconds then i just come through it and it's just like beautiful fields flat land 
So, um, again, silly question. What, um, was the eyes open? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought, I'm not going to do this with the eyes shut. I've got to experience this. Full out went for it. So, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And, 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 we've, and, and we've had such good response as well from people supporting us. So, everybody out there that has gone on there, probably from your radio as well, and given on the Just Given page, it's been brilliant. It's been really well received. Because you have been raising funds for the the Children's Bereavement Centre. How much have you raised, yeah. Paul? That's what it was all about. It's just over £600 now. That's my effort. And then there's seven other people as well that have done it. So it's, it's great. It's fantastic. What, what a fantastic effort. Is is Becky alongside you? She is, yeah. Could I have a quick... Um, a quick wait? Paul, well done, mate. That's fantastic. Braver Thank than you. I'll ever be, but uh, well done you. And well Anybody done for... thinking of doing it, do it. And well done for keeping the eyes open. <laughs> Thank you. I'll hand you over to me. Hello. Hey, yeah. Uh, what? So, what do you think of your big brave husband? Oh well, I'd like to say he's incredible. I've already done one, so I thought he's got to have a go now because I've already done one. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really proud of him. He did really well, and it was our wedding anniversary yesterday. <laughs> so I made sure the life insurance was up to date. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> What's it like to sort of stand on the tarmac and, and, and look and think? I do it. That parachute opens. It's, it's a weird feeling, actually, because I was quite relaxed about it at first. It's not until, actually, they get in the plane and it, they go up and you see kind of them all coming round. But they, they were doing, like, stunts with some of the, um, on the tandems as well, so they were making them spin. And for a while you're thinking, is that meant to happen? Or is, <laughs> is he actually, you know, doing a stunt there? But, um, yeah, it's quite nerve-wracking from down below. It, obviously, worse for Paul, who's going up there, but quite nerve-wracking for the spectators on the ground. It, 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 it's fantastic, and Paul and and, and all and all the others have um, raised a lot, a lot of money for the, the children's bereavement centre, and, and that is fantastic. Matt and Vicky from the Breakfast Show are doing it. I'm told in September as well. So uh, brilliant, um, they'll love it. We'll get Paul in just not to tell me enjoyed it. We just saw the bad bits. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> but Absolutely. You, you should be so proud of him. And I need you to come back in a year's time, Becky, and tell me what you're going to make him do for your 19th wedding anniversary. Absolutely, I certainly will. I'll get some challenges sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Poor man. <laughs> well done, well done to him. It, it's fantastic, and well done to all of them that jumped out of a plane to raise money oh, for the children's bereavement center a fantastic you, achievement for all the support as well it's been brilliant so thank you as well lovely thanks becky all right take thanks care. bye bye it is it's just fantastic tony i mean they've raised a lot of money it's a wonderful wonderful cause i wouldn't do it um matt and vicky hopefully are going to be doing it in in september i've been told i'm not allowed no, you're too um yes yes there is actually a weight limit there is I think that that's is just ver- to get on the plane. That is very fattest. Yes, but it's a hell of a good get-at. <laughs> well, I, I said love it. <laughs> All right, coming up next, hopefully, if um, he answers the phone, a um, sports show phone debut for the new Bolton captain, Tim Clipsham. Straight back to the phone lines, because that's what the weekend rap is all about. You don't have to read about it. We hear from the people that made the news. Next up, it's the new Bolton captain... Tim Clipsham. Tim, welcome to Radio Newark Sport. Hi, Mick. You all right? I'm very good, thank you. Um, what we do is, you've no doubt heard it before, um, you've no doubt heard uh, Lenny do it, I need your take on Saturday's match. Um, on the face of it, um, you didn't score enough runs, but taking the positives out of it, 
Steve Ryder, Chris Dobby, and yourself all made runs. Yeah, yeah, we had a um, a real bad start. To be fair, we lost. I think it was like four wickets for uh, five runs or something ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody could get the pads on quick enough. Um, and uh, me and Ryder then had a good um, good innings together. Great partnership. We got it up to probably about. 120 maybe I think <clears throat> and um, was just trying to set a platform really for the lads down the order to come in and do what they can do but obviously we had to rebuild for so long we were running out of over um, so yeah no, we did well in the end uh, to get up to where we did um, but yeah no no, got to take the positives out of it there's a few good partnerships so yeah not a great weekend though. <laughs> no but as I say you know I mean it, it, it's building because have you already noticed it is a higher standard of cricket? Is it is it a noticeable like um, higher standard of cricket? Oh uh, yeah, but we played in it for like probably twenty season consecutives, mate. You know, last year was the first year where we went down, um, and we're used to playing in the standard, but we've just not been performing at the top end with the bat. That's literally all it is. You know, the game against Clifton, Adam Shepherd just went straight through us, but he can do that in the Premier League. Uh, I think you're not going to be the only ones on that one. Yeah, exactly. You can go through any team. And man for man against them, we wasn't outplayed. You know, the other the other lads who was bowling against us, we, we didn't get out to us. It was just Shepard went through us. <laughs> um, it, was, it was one of those weeks, you know. Whereas yesterday, you know, uh, on Saturday, um, we, we did well. We did well to get back to the position we did. You know, to get 180 after being um, four down for five runs it's it's not not a great start is it that's the positive though that you did you got then that's a step in the right direction yeah, we, battled. we battled two that's more it. questions for, for for you um overseas pro yeah he's here he's here we're just staying at the ground now there's a kids game on uh come friday they come to the game with us on saturday which was a great start to introduce that early doors um no but he's keen he's just watching the kids um They've got a game against Keyworth, the under-15s. So, so what have um, you got, yeah. a batsman, a bowler? All-rounder. Excellent. Um, yeah, it, it's highly recommended from Melinda. Um, I spoke to Melinda this morning, and he told me a few things about him, so I think we're going to be practising the slick catches on Thursday night. So. <laughs> <laughs> the season will take off um, this um, Saturday. Two more. Yeah, um, yeah. One, one more, Tim, and this is the, the, the great thing that... Uh, I'm noticing um, young Tom Shepherd again. Okay, I don't think he got a wicket, but he returned decent figures. Um, yeah, bowled very well. He did get he got a wicket early doors um, Saturday again. And, and I yeah. went to have a look at the at, at the twos, and again, um, Connor Ross um, looked. I think, he's, what, I think he's 13. I've got a photo. Yeah, yeah. Of, I've got a photo of him. It's on. It's on our social media, and he's sort of yeah, do, yeah, you know doing it. the whole yeah. you know thing, the fist pumping like, and it's about yeah. half the height of the others. But yeah, you yeah. know, you are you are, and the thing that could have been thrown at Bolton in the past is you didn't look for the future. Now yeah. you're bringing these kids on. Yeah, yeah. There's a few of them down here now. There's um, my nephew's bowling at the minute. Um, Connor's keeping wicket. There's uh, Harry Newton, uh, Chris Dobby's nephew's playing. Uh, there's young Freddie Taylor. He's quite a good talent. He's only young. And then there's the two Bins boys. So we're all all the fathers have played for us before, and relations have played for us before. So 
hopefully we're just trying to bring them through and we've got a good batch it's um and that's what you've got to look at isn't it as much as yeah. as much as now the future yeah yeah that they, they uh that they're playing you know i think my nephews play five games in um uh, six days or something ridiculous like that so the keen they want it you know connor's the same he wants it um there's young harry newton i think he's going to be playing on the sundays i think the sunday team now is just about developing them um and bringing them on but you know a few of them are getting a chance on a saturday as well and doing well with it so just got to keep them on haven't we of course you haven't and, you know that, yeah. that that's i think watch the twos of four and if you can bring two three four of them in there and re- Brett and the older ones bring them fl- um, bring them through. There's going to be cricket at Bolton for an awful long time to come. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that's the plan. You know, it's um, obviously with the pro coming now, we've got playing for places in the first team. You know, and there's people you've got to play for your place, otherwise you're out. As such, it's, um, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. No, Dominic Whiffin again, or was he? Uh, Dominic played Saturday, but I don't think he's playing this Saturday. Um, I think he's got a duck or maybe one or something. Um, mm. It's just so hard, you know, to... In, you know, you don't get two chances in that cricket. <laughs> no, you, don't, no. um, you know, they were straight into us on Saturday yeah. and you don't get two chances. Once you're out, you're out. It's been a long, old day. <laughs> um, but, yeah. No, well, let, let's see what happens. Um, be a different story. This weekend, weather, weather permission, let's just hope the weather does behave itself and uh, we'll catch you up again at this time next Monday night. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Thanks Tim. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Thanks. And that's Tim Clipson there. Um, Bolton and say, I went to have a look at the seconds and I went to have a look at the seconds and, and, and you know, young Connor Ross, he, he got 10, but he's a cracking four and doesn't look out of place and it is almost comical to see because he is 13 and he's sort of four foot nothing tall and, you know, his fist pumping with sort of six foot cricketers it's that it, it, but isn't that isn't that what is sport is is all about <sighs> mr smith is supposed to be making a telephone call me but as usual is he's making a mess of it yeah yeah no you dial the phone not the don't book there's two of them out there now you can't get the staff you really can't get the staff we're talking cricket tomorrow night as well because peter mason's coming in because with sunday sport really in many people say terminal decline football and cricket i want to find out how the evening league is getting on um evening league's been around for 40 years they they tell me has it got a future do people still want to play cricket in an evening has it got to look at it look at redefining redefining what it does but uh we we will we'll see when peter comes in and i've knowing peter there's going to be one or two anecdotes as well. And, of course, he was at Trent Bridge today to see Pakistan beat England. Um, how much of a dent does that put in England's fortunes for the future? I think they play each other all once, don't they? So there's nine matches. So losing one is popping up at the end of the world. But we've still got the Australians to play. We've still got the West Indies to play. So there's some big games still to come out there. We're trying to get all the... We're trying to get hold of David Pipes. I think we've managed to get hold of David Pipes. It's hard work, the receptionist that I have to employ, but we've got hold of him. Um, David, good evening. Hi, mate. You're all right. I'm all right. I mean, uh, I've already said tonight, I thought it was absolutely wonderful that Newark R&M 
could feel three teams when half, half of them decided to go off on a stag weekend and I thought that was great commitment from the people that don't yeah. normally play but the other biggest magnanimous gesture I've seen all weekend is a true Mancunian red going on to Facebook and saying well done Scousers yeah that was it and it there <laughs> yeah but you did it I did it through gritted teams <laughs> and only because it was I've got nothing but anything out everything else if I did so I kind of did it and then they shut everybody up and not one reply to it so it's the right thing to do <laughs> no, I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was a, a, a hell of a gesture. And I can imagine you writing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with angst, I told you. That, um, yeah, never mind. Anyway, Collingham's cricket season does seem to be kicking into gear. Um, a trip to Nottingham Unity Casuals and um, maximum points. Um, now, have I read it right that um, Mohammed wasn't with you or wasn't playing or? No, he was with us. He um, he got he got. 20 here, with oh, right. um, he got three wickets. So uh, now you read it incorrectly. I've read that incorrectly. Uh, then I, 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 I'm blaming Gary Edgington for that one. Uh, I'll blame him as well. Um, <laughs> but again, we're a, than, we're a little bit more than just Mohammed. This, this is the point I was going to get to, wasn't it? Because this is the other thing that people like me throw at Collingham that you, you know, you are a one man, a one man side. And there's times when it's come over like that. Um, yeah. This weekend, though. Um, you proved that you wasn't a one-man side, and up steps Rob Matchett. Yeah, Matty, well, um, to be fair, he, uh, we got off to a decent start with Mohammed and, um, and Jacob Fisher, um, but then we lost three quick wickets, and um, Rob stepped up. He um, he got himself in steadily, um, with him and um, Harry Webster, who also made a brilliant contribution, 48. Um, started the shit and got us to a to a total in the end of two four two, which was it was needed on on that pitch. It was a difficult pitch to read. Um, it was not dry and a, um, a real good pitch to bat on to start with, and it was a difficult one for Oliver when he won the toss to decide what to do. Um, so we got the best out of it, uh, and the ball just started misbehaving a little bit as the game went on. So it was a good score, two hundred forty that day. And up steps the bowling department, um, 11.4 overs, 4 for 46. Yeah, um, turned up for one. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, still not 100% happy with it, but never am. David, you, uh, never, you never have been 100% happy with your performances. Yeah. I don't know why, but it, 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 you, you're one of these that doesn't do self-praise. No, you can always do better, but um, there's lots, lots to work on still, but... Um, which is good because I'm still hungry for it and want to keep improving. And well, certainly the team wants to keep improving. So, uh, so yeah, fourth, um, Hammer got three. And there was one from Young Ravi, uh, one from Harry Shep, and one from Molly Dyson. So, yeah, it was uh, a satisfactory performance. I know why I'm blaming I've been thinking about this outcome. I didn't think Mohammed played. It... Um, they'd only got him down as playing three matches on the um, on the play cricket thing obviously it hadn't been updated when I looked at it um, no I don't think uh, Unity put the scorecard on yet or they hadn't probably right May have been today so um, so yeah so back back to back victories yeah it's beginning to roll now like we expected it yeah at the moment we're, we're going well the previous week against Kimberley it was 
a solid, solid batting performance. Again, um, Mohammed got on the score sheet 143 that day. Um, but good contributions from Jack Copley uh, and Jacob Fisher again, um, and Oliver at the end just to finish off. So hopefully the wheels are turning and we get a bit. Of, we're actually on the pitch um, for about two or three weeks now, which is which has helped. And um, people are getting getting back into it. So so yeah, we're we're, we're looking okay at the moment, but still lots to do, lots of work to do. Um, I'm just got to take. As the old cliches get all the cliches out, it keeps game that's going to beat the people in front of you. Exactly, uh, <laughs> exactly. But uh, now it, it, it's got a good two a good two weekends and back to Dalefield this weekend, is it? Yeah, back home. We're home the next two weeks. Um, we're playing Carrington Seconds uh, on this Saturday. Twelfth um, to start at Dalefield. So yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Hopefully, the weather will be. Probably half decent. I know the forecast isn't particularly great, but um, yeah, looking forward to uh, another good day. Got to dodge those showers. Right, I'm gonna let you go, David, because me and Tony's gonna talk European Cup final. I know you don't particularly want to get involved oh, in that yeah, one. I won't really, I won't really that. All right, I'll leave that one with you. Thank you. See you. Bye bye. And for a t- couple of minutes, we'll talk about this longer on Thursday, Tony. But both you and I did um, make an effort to. Um, yeah. N- neither of us got BT Sport, so we did make an effort to go out and have a look at. I've got to be honest. Everybody says to me, oh, "I don't think much." Like I enjoyed the game. I did. I, 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 I really enjoyed it. I can't understand why anybody didn't think that was an entertaining game because it was not only a good tactical game between two of the top managers in Europe, but um, I, I thought it was a good game of football. I thought the. Um, if, if, if you're talking about a game that was complete rubbish, then you have to look at the Europa League final between Chelsea and Arsenal, which I thought was a complete non-event. But I, I, I must admit, I, I enjoyed... I, 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 you know, maybe come first, yeah, I might actually sort of phrase Liverpool, but... Um, I, I, <laughs> That's going to be a podcast worth its weight in yeah, gold. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I, I've, but the one thing that... You know, other managers, whichever who's in charge, whoever at Manchester United and, and sort of Chelsea and Arsenal. It was obvious to me and you and all mortal people that Liverpool's two problem positions was goalkeeper and centre half. Yeah, I go back to Mr. Clough. Get the spine right. Yeah, and yeah. you're on the way. And it was obvious that Liverpool had two problem positions. But he went out and paid over the odds for two players to fill those positions. They were head and, and shoulders, and you know, I mean, Edison was absolutely out. I mean, he should have made the saves he made. He's a top class keeper, but he made them. But I mean, if you're making saves, okay. I mean, the Premiership is high level of football, obviously. But if you're making saves in the biggest match in the football calendar, then there's a hell of a lot of pressure on a goalkeeper, and he was outstanding, absolutely brilliant performance. I thought so, and you know, and eleven out of ten. But probably the man of the match, Virgil Van Dijk, was twelve out of ten. I mean, what a player! This is going to be interesting now because Van Dijk's had an absolute awesome season. Yeah, and the Ballon d'Or's coming up. Which it normally is either Ronaldo or Messi, isn't it? Although Luka Modric did it last year. Yeah. Will they award it to a defender or a goalkeeper? Well, 
I'm not sure the, I'm, I, if it's going to be anybody. I, 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 I mean, uh, I, uh, because Ronaldo and Messi have not had, by their standards, brilliant seasons. I'm reading um, Peter Crouch's book at the minute, How to Be a Footballer, and um, he, he says, why would people want to be defenders? Because they're there just to spoil the fun of other people. As in strikers. Everybody wants to be a striker. You could never find a Brazilian goalkeeper because there's not such a thing in Brazil. It's, it's like floor surf signings. They just don't, you know, they only, they only sign forwards. And, and, th and this is coming from a basketball player. Yeah, but... Right, okay. You know, I mean, but, I mean, like I said, we were sat next to each other watching the game and I, I kept turning to you and saying, that has got to be the best player in the world. Van Dyke was just awesome. Every single thing he did was just brilliant. Anyway, we'll talk about that a bit longer on first thing. We're also going to talk, or more to the point, you're going to talk about Joshua and this American, Mexican guy or whatever. I don't do boxing, so you can talk oh. about that one on Thursday night, not tonight. Don't worry, I've on, got plenty to say. On on Thursday night. In fact, our next guest may well have an opinion on that one as well, because he, he knows his boxing. And then, before the night's out, we're going to try and catch up with Rob Orgill the first night of the Gordon Wellborn Week. I'll make more of, but, a, convers I'll make more of a contribution to that now, conversation. It's time for you to find out how you can listen to our wonderful 392 podcast that's on the website <laughs> while I try and find Mark Everington. Radio Newark, the home of Newark Sport. Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 pm, with Mick and Tony. Newark, the home of Newark Sport. Missed one of our shows? Don't forget you can check out the podcasts and get the very latest sports news daily on our website at radionewark.co.uk. We're having one of those nights with the telephones. We, we, we really are. We can't get hold of Mark now, but uh, we'll keep on trying. Fondon, of course, um, they played at Bottisford at the weekend and uh, come a very close second. Let me see if I can... Uh, get my receptionist who's working his socks off tonight try not to slam the door this time as you depart there there's a good lad um anyway what i was telling you earlier on peter mason later on in the week wednesday night we're on a bit of a a different night it's just going to be me and his lordship but we're going to talk about some of the um stories that didn't quite make the headlines not the headline news the sort of second strip down like a birmingham um, football referee who forgot to send in a couple of bookings and promptly got banned from refereeing and matched for hundred and matches for a hundred and fifty four days. I think somewhere along the line, the priorities aren't quite right. But uh, those are the sort of stories that we're going to be talking about on Wednesday night, and um, we're also going to be telling you just how much prize money Premier Division teams got in uh, last season and. Uh, it's ob obscene is about the right word to use on that one but uh, mr smith's completely redeemed himself and he's shown me how to work a telephone properly and uh, we have got mark everington on the phone mark good evening evening mick evening tony um 
Tony's just going to sit down again. He's back in the room. Mark says, good evening, Tony. Three, two, one, I'm back in the room. He's back in there now. <laughs> um, before we go on to Farndon, um, we was just having two minutes. I, I don't, I'm not sort of into boxing. It's not my sport. It is Tony's sport. But I know yeah. it's definitely your sport. What yeah. was your take on Saturday night? Um, I think he underestimated him. Um, I think people saw Ruiz and thought, he's out of shape, uh, he's no good, and that's pretty much not true, because if anybody who's seen him before knows he's actually half-decent, and he proved that Saturday night. Um, I've said all along, and I know he's going to sound, uh, I told you so now, but I said all along, I thought Joshua was an accident waiting to happen. Um, and the thing is, it's not like when Lennox Lewis got beat, because he got knocked out by two big, big punches. Joshua got beaten up Saturday night and beaten up badly, and it's how he can come back from that is is the issue. I've, I've got Whether the same he... problem, Jaffa. People pe- people look at the size of me and underestimate under, <laughs> underestimate me. You know, <laughs> always been a problem that. <laughs> but no, I've got um, whether they have whether they go back straight to the rematch. I don't know. I don't know whether that's the best course of action at the moment, um, or whether he needs to have a, a tune up first or what. Because if he gets beat again, which judging by the styles and how it went, it panned out Saturday night, it's a long way back from there. It most uh, uh, even a non-boxing fan like me, he come a, he come a, a poor poor second. But all the press last week was saying that you know it's. Uh, you know, who, who is this Louise guy? He's rubbish. And then you look at his record. 101 amateur fights, I think, undefeated. One yeah. one professional defeat. And then that was against somebody who was... Uh, and that was con- that was controversial at the time. It was um, Joseph Parker was lined up to fight Anthony Joshua. And I think he got a decision based on how much money uh, the Joshua fight was worth at the time. So I think <laughs> it's a big underestimation yeah. on Saturday night. And possibly looking forward to future fights against the likes of Deontay Wilder. I think um, Mr. Joshua and Mr. Hearn will, if they don't learn from it, they're in trouble. Uh, right, yeah. So let's, um, Farndon, um, not the result you would have wanted a trip, no. um, a trip to Bottisford. Uh, you let them score an awful lot of runs. Two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty was too many, really, wasn't it? Bad result. Um, we let ourselves down badly in the field. Um, we we didn't certainly played to our capabilities. There was certain things in the field that went wrong. Uh, I was disappointed because the week before we'd been to Beeson and Toton Sycamore, bowled them out to 58, and most of the innings, because one person came late and one person then couldn't get there, we played with nine men and bowled them out to 58. Then this week, we, um, we, yeah, we had them 100 for six and then went to pieces, really. It, was, uh, it, it wasn't uh, wasn't a good performance in the field to be honest, but, uh, bowling and fielding. We, we really let ourselves down uh, on Saturday. We're, yeah, we're very disappointed with, with how we went in the field. There were some positives, um, certainly batting wise Ian Robinson and Martin Hill gave us a good start again. Um, and then we lost a few quick wickets, to be honest. Um, Ducko and Dave Adwick then uh, played a, got knock, well, a couple of knocks, which got us sort of near a where we needed to be if uh, they'd have hung around a little bit longer uh, we might have got within touching distance but now it was just too many in the end and uh, we let ourselves down badly Saturday that's got the bad one out of the way because it's the big one at the weekend yeah yeah it is um, we'd have liked to have gone into it uh, on the back of a win but unfortunately uh, we can't do but we turn up Saturday and give it our best shot again 
We're also looking at um, the seconds tonight yeah. with our um, with our correspondence, shall we? Shall we say? And uh, yeah. your seconds, um, I, I, it's it just seems to go back every time. Fourteen year old Rhiannon Nolan yeah. Davis. Um, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, I mean, when the opposition turns up, oh, a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah, okay, this is yeah. going to be easy. They get a shock, don't they? Well, not only that, she bowled uh, last Thursday evening. Played the evening league against Boulderton, and they had Ben Ryder and Tim Clipsham opening the batting for them. Obviously, both played Division A yeah. every Saturday. Couldn't get her away. Um, Liddy was umpiring, and he was saying. Yeah, she's really good. She said the way she moves the ball, the way she pitches it, the way she gets it to move. No, she's she's brilliant. She's she's going to be a superstar, definitely. Am I am I assuming then that um, she's learning it all off your bowling? <laughs> she's what I learned off her. No, I think she's. Uh, <laughs> she, yeah, she, uh, she. I think she'll be better just taking her own path and carry on the way she's going. <laughs> to be honest. Oh, wonderfully diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she's 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 going to be she's going to be one hell of a cricketer. She she really is. I think she's um, a, I think she's not she's leading wicket taker yeah. at, county, at a county level, isn't she? There's there's, there's no limit to uh, to what she can she, she can achieve. To be honest, and she's a fonding girl, and that's the most yeah. important thing. It's how long we can keep hold of her for. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. But um, keep on. Uh, the the thing that I, I mean, I've been speaking to her mother on more than one occasion as as um, as well. She's in the right place. She's being looked after by the right yeah. people because there's no pressure being put on her, and she feels no. like she's part of a family, and that's how it should be. Yeah, no, certainly no no pressure on her, and um, we all want to keep encouraging her, and um, hopefully she can achieve what she's capable of because like I said the sky's the limit with her with her cricket career definitely she uh, she can go all the way certainly and it's a cracking name as well isn't it Rihanna Nolan Davis I mean yeah, that's, that's the sort of BBC name so you know she's <laughs> going to go places yeah. <laughs> so, sounds like she should be reading the news oh, it's a cracking yeah. name Mark we'll catch you again next week Okay, brilliant. Thanks. Bye-bye. Cheers. See you, mate. It, it is absolutely a cracking name. Just very quickly, Collingham Seconds, this is how you play cricket. You see, you you're, didn't want to go to Bramcott. This is how you play cricket. Collingham Seconds, they also played Unity. They bowled Unity out for 47 and then got 51 for, for free in reply. Owned by three o'clock. That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> well done to um, well done to Collingham. Seconds, Bolton seconds. I told you to big score. Two hundred and seventy nine for six. Sam Ross sixty. Andrew Smith fifty seven. And Eden Tranter, of course, four for thirty six. Flinton beat Ladham in Division A. Cornton beat Gedlin in in G. So not a bad weekend. Um, Fondon and Bolton didn't win, but hey ho, we can't all win every time um but not a bad weekend no it's um it sounds as though the cricket went really well and the pitches was hard and the sun was shining the one thing that worries me though if the lads on the stag do could think clearly halfway through what what time was what that much be? of a stag do was it they, they weren't really doing that stag sort do of half properly. past three in an afternoon they may as well have stopped and played cricket if, if they could have thought about that sort of time so halfway through a cricket game on a Saturday afternoon. Where did he go? Betty's tea rooms or something? Oh, thing, things are looking difficult there. It's not, it doesn't sound like much of a stand <laughs> does it? Really doesn't, does it? Right, hopefully to come, um, one more phone call, six phone calls in a one-hour show. No other show tries to do this. 
Others may succeed in what they do, but no other show tries, tries this one. Six phone calls in one show. You missed Come, out and feel so miserably. Coming up next, hopefully, <laughs> Rob Orgill. One of the favourite weeks of the year is the first week in June, because it's what we call the Gordon Wellborn Week, of which Newark runners are out on mass. Um, Striders, Not Fast, Newark AC, Southwall, Grantham, they're all out there running every night this week, and the man that puts it all together, very good friend of this radio station, of course, is Mr Rob Orgill. Rob, um, what sort of numbers have you got for day one? Uh, about 120, I think. Excellent. Which is um, really, really good news, yes, yeah, so... Uh, numbers a little bit up on, uh, on on last year, and as I look at the finish, it's a sea of orange and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've gone on, I've gone on about this time and time again. But the athletic clubs are new when when they get together. Um, di- different clubs, but all friends. And w- but oh, when yeah, they get yeah, together, yeah. they encourage each other. And I, ju- I just think it's brilliant. Yeah, I have to say, there's been. Um, uh, re- real um, camaraderie amongst all the runners tonight. So mo- most are in now. There's one or two left to finish. But yeah, really, really good. Well, I'm going to have a pop down and see if you're all still there in a few minutes' time. Um, who was over the line first? Well, Mr. Mr. Marshall, he turned up. Oh, you see, he couldn't... Yeah, OK, right. Yeah, yeah a bit of, bit of pot hunting. So to, um, uh, Tom was... Um, Tom, Tom finished first. Um, ahead of, I think it was Jan Bailey next, or Jan Bailey. Right, the two so, that um, maybe wasn't coming then couldn't yeah, resist it. Yeah, yeah, the things people do for a boots voucher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the ladies? Yeah. Now, there's, uh, unfortunately, there's a lady who won whose name I can't remember, um, because Louise has walked off with all the entry forms. So we're blaming Louise, are we? No, no, I never blame Louise. It's my fault for not checking. But yeah, number 25, so um, I'll get you her uh, her name um, tomorrow on an email, if you like. Come in, number 25. Number 25, a convincing lead she had tonight. All right. Ahead of the favourite who won it two years ago. Uh, um, Can we remember what sort of, um, whose shirt she was sort of... What no, she wasn't. Was? The, um, the favourite is a lady from Southwall. Yes. Um, but uh, no, this lady wasn't in a club vest, wasn't in striders okay. or not fast. And I, I didn't recognise her. So, so again, she's clearly come to Newark to win a boot voucher. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, the road show, you'll pack up the road show in the next half an hour and um, move lock, stock and barrel to um, the spiritual home of Newark Athletic Club for tomorrow night. It is, yeah. We're off to um, Newark Academy. We know it as the Grove. We're off there tomorrow night, yeah, for another 5k run. Um, all runners um, most welcome. Most welcome. If they're, if they're lucky, I won't tell them a joke. <laughs> I, I've got I thought I'd got one, but I can't find where I've written it now, so I probably I'm going to have to wait until tomorrow night. Well, I, I, I was on the train the other day, and there was this bloke with a dog and he was trying to teach him to play the trumpet. And in, in only half an hour, we got from barking to tooting. It's quite <laughs> remarkable. <laughs> and, folks, you get out, you've got this... Oh, actually, you haven't got Rob tomorrow night. You, you've, you've got Graham. I don't know if Graham will have a joke um, <laughs> for us or, or, or not. And I, I, can just ima- I can just about remember my joke, that the chap that, um, just before he went to bed, he, um, he, 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 he had a mix-up, Rob. And he, right. he, he took Tipex instead of Viagra. Right. He woke up the next morning with a giant correction. 
Very good. Because can you tell that before nine o'clock? No. Yeah, I checked last night and they let me do it. Okay. But they did say don't. They did say don't. uh, Please don't get it wrong. Well, I should think not. I should think not. No. No, but it's a fantastic night's running. Really, really, really good. Excellent. 120 Uh, for the first night is just. um, These are figures from a few years ago you wouldn't have even dreamt about, and that's just (laughs) night one. They Um, are. Down to the Grove tomorrow night. If you've not signed up, you can still go. You can still do the remaining four. Just get down there and pay your money, and you might even get your boots voucher. I doubt it, but... No, Friday's a separate 10K, so if anyone's um, wanting to uh, have a bit of a run on a 10K on Friday, we're at the Slow Serve Club Friday. That's a separate event, so um, there'll be uh, separate prizes for that as well. Uh, where's it all going to end Rob um, we'll talk to you again on Wednesday night when you will be at Flow Serve for the first of the two Flow uh, Serve trips but we'll talk to you again Wednesday night yeah look forward to that Okay then thank you thanks bye 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 Bye. and that Tony is six phone calls (laughs) two awful jokes um, in an hour but I mean I, I thought that was a very good joke by Rob how about mine? Well, yeah, you've laughed at yours on Saturday night, in fairness. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, thanks to all the guys that took time out to talk to us and, and tell us in their words, because, you know, I, I know you wrote it for ages, for years, and you did a very good job of it. I'd be nice to you. You wrote, <laughs> you, you wrote it. We can talk about it, but when they tell us themselves what happened, yeah, yeah. it's so much better, isn't it? It, it is. It's, it's, it's very, very special coming from the, the mouths of the people themselves. It was out there actually doing yeah. it, or in Harry's case, not doing it. Because, <laughs> but, but, but seriously, if, you, if, you, if you're writing about it, or if you're, just, if you're just quoting someone in the paper, their characters behind the personality don't come forward. And, and, and the, I think radio is a great medium for that, that you actually feel as though you're meeting the people as well. What do you make of Jaffa's comments about Joshua? I think Joshua was an absolute disgrace. And uh, if I'd have stayed up till that time in the morning, I would have been <laughs> fuming. But, um, you know, I mean, it's... Uh, you, you would, you're always saying that in a, it takes two people to make a fight, and, and Joshua didn't try and have a fight. Must be jet-lagged. Peter Mason, as I said, is coming in tomorrow night to talk um, about the evening cricket league. What's the future for another Newark institution but knowing Peter there's going to be a cut in there somewhere as well and he spent the day today Uh at Trent Bridge um, not watching but working Mm. so he can tell us he can tell us all about that as well me and Tony on Wednesday me and Tony on Thursday so uh, but not on the same sort of subjects you'll find out as a week I can tell you that Joshua fight is when me and Lucy fall out (laughs) (laughs) He's got me joking now. <laughs> Coming up next, the wonderful Mr. Adrian Crampton with his look at the 70s. And will tonight be the night when he finally plays Susie Q? We-